Hello guys and welcome to Cup of Tea and Talks with G, a place where the natural and random conversation amongst friends, family and peers flow over a cuppa. Relaxed, funny and easygoing conversations where nothing is off limits and tangents are encouraged. Think of the chatty, fun and open conversations you have around the table when catching up with someone and you think, oh my god, imagine if somebody overheard what we're talking about because the conversation's gone down the most random and funny tangents. Well, that's what this podcast will be. I'll be speaking to different people from different walks of life with different experiences in each episode. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello everybody and welcome back to my next episode of my podcast and thankfully this one is not me on my own. I have got an amazing guest, um, one of my absolutely amazing and fabulous and inspiring friends, um, Miss Carly-Anne Purcell and um, I'm not going to go into too much about Carly because she can obviously tell you that herself um, but I'm really excited about this episode and this chat because this is just the type of stuff that we do constantly and um, we talk all the time about different random topics and today's topic we want to talk about is finding your passion um, which is just interesting I think in general to understand other people's outlook on it and ideas of it and how they've implemented it because I think a lot of people go through their lives trying to figure it out maybe not understanding why and, and all that type of stuff and we're going to obviously talk about all that today so welcome Carly hello how are you today I'm good thank you good um Carly, I'm doing this interview in Carly's house and we've got the beautiful Cub the Cavalier with us. So if you hear any little noises in the background, it's just Cub being cute. So um just and he's chasing flies at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> being cute and chasing flies. So yeah, if you hear anything, it's just Cub, but he is all good. He is a very good boy. Simba, my dog, is not here today because I couldn't do the same with him. And um, he would definitely <laughs> be very vocal on this. So um Carly Ann has got her cup of tea. What tea have you got, Carly, today? It's a detox tea, actually. Um, I can't remember what's in it, though. Fennel? I don't even know what that <laughs> is. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong person about stuff like this. Um, I actually have a cup of tea today, unlike my last episode. Um, I've got a cup of tea, just a normal English tea with milk. Um, pretty standard for me, really. Um, keep, keep playing it safe with the food and the drink choices. Um... So Carly, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do and how you're so fabulous, please? Oh, thanks, G. Um, Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I do. (laughs) Of course I do. So I'm Carly Ann. Um, I'm the founder of Neptune Girls. I guess most people that are listening to this podcast now probably know me best for that. Um, So Neptune Girls is an empowerment organisation. We do lots of sassy dancing, um, but ultimately it's about creating safe and empowering spaces for people. So we really focus on building our communities and nurturing our communities and making sure that they're positive and uplifting spaces for people. We love helping people to grow their confidence and we love getting feedback on that as well. And people often tell us the thing that helps them the most is is the communities that they're part of and how everybody encourages everyone. So that's Neptune Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, what else could I tell what you about? What about you? Me? Yeah. What about me? Um, what about... Maybe something very exciting that's happening this week. Oh, something very exciting. So, yes. (laughs) It's actually (laughs) life-changing. So, on Friday, I'm going to be relocating from Portsmouth to Devon, which is something I've wanted to do for a very long time because... 
I love nature. I am a hippie at heart. Boho, oh, um, isn't it? Isn't that what Helly said today? <laughs> Boho, she had a dream? She had a dream that I no, was looking into boho fashion. Oh, okay. For so. fashion items. Obviously. Um, so yeah, I just love nature. For me, it's like medicine. It, um, straight away, it calms me. I love the beach. So the area of Devon I'm going to is um, South Ham. So I've got all of the English Riviera. I've got Dartmoor National Park. So yeah, I really can't wait. And now Ooh. Neptune Girls is at a point where I can run it from everywhere. So I'm definitely going to take it to Devon as well and make yes. Devon sassy. <laughs> Devon needs a bit of sass. It definitely does. And if there's anyone that's going to make it sassy, Carol, it's you. Easily. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just going to keep doing what I do with Neptune Girls, but in Devon. Yeah. And hopefully people come and visit me. Um, well, you so, yeah. already know that we're coming to visit you. We've already got the date in the diary. I don't think she believes us. <laughs> but we're definitely going in August. So um, yeah, we will get to see the beautiful English Riviera and all that Devon has to offer. Yes, it'd be amazing. You're going to love it. We're going to go on a banana boat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see, staycations. This year is the year of staycations. And thankfully now we've got a base in Devon to visit. So we are winning at life. There we go. Okay, so like I said, today we're going to talk about finding your passion. And me and Carly, like I've said, have spoken about this numerous times. I think we go back to it quite often as well. I think it's something that we like reevaluate and sort of discuss at different stages of our lives and stuff. So, um. Yeah, it's a really interesting topic. So Carly, for yourself, what does finding your passion actually mean to you? For anyone who's maybe never even considered the idea of it or understood the process of it, what does finding your passion mean or what is it to somebody who's never heard of it before? So this is one of my favourite subjects. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get a talking. <laughs> um, so to me, finding your passion is it's, it's that something that lights you up. It's that something that gives you that fire in your belly. It's when you're in flow. So those periods of time where time almost stands still, like you'll be talking and then you think you're talking to, for 10 minutes, but then it's six hours later. We know we've been like our voice notes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's those things that really, really light you up, um, energize you. Um, they're the things that are your passion. And like, I suppose it's one of them because I, like I said, I've something that I've been doing quite recently and over the last few years, especially is trying to find my passion and figure it out. I suppose it's hard to it's hard to explain because like you say you think about the things that light you up and sort of give you that fire but then it's trying to turn that into actually something that's tangible or physical or doable like how do you sort of how would you have looked at what your passion was and turned that into something that you could physically do as opposed to just knowing what it was if if that actually makes sense in a question you know what I mean Carly I do know what you mean and I I can vividly remember thinking when I was well, I must have been early teens just thinking I am going to do something that makes me happy just like knowing that I don't yeah. know what made me know it but I always knew I needed to do what made me happy and that I didn't even know that that, that, meant, that would be that's my passion mm-hmm. and I'm going to follow my passion I didn't know that but I already had set that intention that that was what I was going to do and what I've learned is that when your passion meets how you can serve other people that becomes your purpose yeah and it doesn't I think for a long like the dream is to have that be your job like mm-hmm. that's great but it doesn't always have to be something that you monetize at yeah. all um you can get so much joy and fulfillment just from having a purpose that um you know just you might walk an old lady's dog yeah <laughs> absolutely love it. it might bring you so much joy and like you say that's it, you so your passion can be your hobby and you never have to because I think that's an, another thing as well with finding your passion everyone 
I suppose it depends what you're looking down with like different podcasts and different books that I read and stuff it is always trying to find your passion so that you can make that your life but you're sort of saying yeah if you can make that your livelihood or your job or your career great but that doesn't have to be the only thing because it's not necessarily something that you can not be successful but obviously the reason we do our jobs and the reason why we do things is that we need to be able to live and we need money for certain things so if your passion isn't something that's going to be able to provide that for you you don't need to stop you just obviously do it in a different different place or a different way mm. for you with um finding your passion was is that Neptune Girls did you think that with your journey with Neptune Girls like that is your passion and your purpose and that's what you are meant to do and want to do and love to do I'm guessing, I'm going to completely assume the answer here, by the way, but I'm guessing she's not going to say no. <laughs> but... I'm sitting here nodding. You, you can't see me, but I'm sitting here doing some big nods. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so like, how did you sort of figure that out and then put that into, I suppose, an actual physical thing? Like, Neptune Girls is a company and is a business, um, and obviously you've got employees and you've got teachers and all that, but I suppose that wasn't necessarily where you've seen it go or... Like, how did you figure out that that was something that you could do, turning your passion into a business as well? Um, well, I, I've just always followed the things that light me up, which is quite apt, really, because that's now the membership <laughs> site that I'm running, and that's why Link. I'm running it. <laughs> um, I, my mum always said to me, um, if it's meant to be, the doors will open for you. Yeah. And I've always remembered that and, that, and that's so true. And when I... So be at school, I, I, I was always into psychology. I knew I wanted to do that, but I, I fear stopped me from doing that. I didn't think I was clever enough to do it. Mm-hmm. So I did sports science because I've always been good at sports. I was on every sports team at school. And then six months into university, I changed course because I was like, I want to do psychology. <laughs> um, and the doors open for me with yeah. that. But then I always loved dance and... Um, I, I used to idolise people like Britney Spears, still do. Still does, yeah. <laughs> I was like, used to? <laughs> yeah, still do, more than ever. Um, Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake, I used to love how they dance and that used to give me my fire in my fire in my belly. Um, but there was nothing growing up in Bracknell and my mum was a single mum so she couldn't drive me to any of those places. Um, and I kind of just... I kind of just thought, oh, that's never going to happen. Um, but at university, I was able to do um, an aerobics instructor <laughs> qualification. And then that gave me money to start going to London while I was still at university doing psychology. And I started taking classes. Um, and then from there, and this is, and I remember when I was about to graduate, I remember thinking, I know I want to pursue dance at this point. And I was 25. Um, and I didn't want to tell anyone because I felt like they'd all think I was stupid. But I remember thinking, if it's meant to be, the doors will open. <laughs> this voice just, just keeps coming in at different stages in your life. And I didn't really tell anyone. Um, and through teaching aerobics, those classes had got more and more dancey. And then I ended up teaching dance classes. And then the university, so I was teaching aerobics at Portsmouth University. Yeah. They offered me, they basically made a job for me as dance development officer. And I was like, happy days. There you go. That door opened yeah. wide. Yeah. That <laughs> door gonna... had to actually be knocked down into a wall because it was never even a door to start with. Yeah. And this was just through me following my light, basically. Mm-hmm. I was like, I enjoy doing this. I know I've just spent thousands of pounds on a degree in psychology which I love doing too that's my passion as well and then I just 
I haven't really had a plan as such, especially through my 20s. I was like, this is the time I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to just going to do the things I like and meander along. <laughs> From my first episode, I definitely didn't do that in my 20s. I bloody wish I did. I did in the latter half of it. But I think, yeah, like you, that's the type of thing though. that's when you learn so much as well, isn't it? Like by trying things and just going with the flow and changing your mind every six months to what you want to do. Yeah, I think there's a balance between the two. So I was probably a bit more <laughs> the other way. If we could have been friends then. Yeah, you could have helped me and I could have helped you. You could have met in the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah, because I do think I could have started Neptune Girls sooner if yeah. I'd have given myself a bit more direction and, and intention but um you know everything well, happens exactly. how it's meant it's to all happen time. divine time and Carly Ann um yeah so I ended so my first experience of teaching dance was in schools with kids and then that naturally evolved into a kids street dance school which I loved and then and then I started consuming so many podcasts and books um from people that were um, kind of running purpose-driven businesses too. It just really interested me. So yeah. I started, that's when I first got into podcasts. I loved them. I was addicted to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think without knowing, I just unconsciously absorbed all of this information. And then I suddenly had this epiphany where I was like, I can do psychology with dance. <laughs> and I always thought I had to... Pick one. Pick one or the other. Yeah. And I'd also just gone to LA and it was the first time I tried commercial dancing, dancing in heels, burlesque style dancing, jazz. So like everything I'd done before was was real, like mm. street, street dance. dance. It was like get Hip hop, baggy trousers, baggy Bag- basketball yeah. jerseys and all that. <laughs> yeah, silky, silky shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. It wasn't really any of the more... Um, sort of feminine styles that um I felt were really me they were the styles that lit me up and I went to LA I was like oh my god this is it this is the dance style I want to do I found my place (laughs) I found it and that that was 10 years ago um and I yeah I remember thinking right psychology dance sass Neptune girls (laughs) here it is here it is the birth of Neptune girls was in LA. It was. The name Neptune Girls actually came about sooner because when I got back from LA, me and my friend Claire Hamer did some backing dancing with a few other girls um, for a singer and that was really good fun and we called ourselves the Neptune Girls but it didn't really have the ethos or the mission or the vision behind it at that point. But Um, you knew knew the name. You just had to sort of go with it and I suppose let it evolve and sort of see what happened because like say, well... So we're recording this today on Tuesday the 7th of July and on Sunday, which was the 4th of July, it was Neptune Girl's fourth, fourth birthday, par- par- birthday party, <laughs> fourth birthday. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I say, the Neptune Girls as it is has been around for a long time, mm. but officially the, the whole thing has been around now four years. Yeah, Neptune Girls as the concept that it is now, mm. the empowerment movement has been around for four years that's so cool and like I've been I've spoken about Neptune Girls in my first episode and I'll probably speak about Neptune Girls in every single episode so you'll get to know a lot about Neptune Girls um but I've been involved pretty much a month after it started so in August um of the year it started so I've been part of it for almost four years as well and it's just mad as well you say like with the concept that it is now and how it is but even within the four years, even though that was the idea, how much it's evolved, even in the last what year and a half, year, two years, like it just keeps going, doesn't it? More. Do you think that's because you're getting more 
in line with your passion or you know why do you think it's sort of it's it keeps evolving like saying it nearly branches off into so many different areas why do you think that's happening is that because you're changing your passion's changing etc 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 question G thanks um, <laughs> I've been practicing Carly. No. <laughs> it is yeah and going back to passion your passion is something that does evolve as you evolve and um I someone that I listen to I really love is Jay Shetty and he has a pod his podcast is called On Purpose really good you should listen but when he talks about passion he says passion and purpose it's not about finding your passion or purpose it's not something that's external for you finding your passion and purpose is about being more in alignment with who you really are the true nature of you who you authentically are and I think the older I've got the more I've I've come to love myself and accept myself and realize who I really am and also given myself permission and growing the confidence and the self-worth to be able to do the things that I really want to do so that was the start of that I would say of me really doing that was Neptune Girls but yeah Neptune Girls has evolved Mm -hmm. because I've evolved and it was always the plan for it to be an empowerment movement and to bring the psychology in but it started very much just dance it's always mm. been empowering um that intention has already always been there but this year in particular i would say we've kind of upped it yeah. there with the with the personal development yeah. side of things yeah because like when i joined um like i said i joined at a time when everything was quite up in the air um didn't have a place didn't sort of know where i was going what i was doing etc etc um but as well as that, like my my body and that had changed so much because of different things in my life and lifestyle changes. Um, so I definitely, even from the first lesson, knew about that empowerment and self-confidence and like that. It's a journey and it's something that obviously we still work on now. But definitely, yeah, within the first few months, that was something that I really started to learn about. I'd never been around people before that were so... Um, and not everyone is, but like people that were truly trying to embrace their body and love their body and love themselves or how they are without trying to change it. And that was the first sort of eye opener that I'd ever had to this type of way, because similar to yourself, like I always thought, oh, OK, right, I've moved now to England and I don't know, dancing was for kids. Like I'm now grown up. You can't dance anymore unless unless you're doing it as a job, which I had been doing, but I wasn't there when I moved over. And I thought, right, that's it. And then like that hand in hand, right, well, I suppose it's part of my growing up that my body's going to change and I'm going to have to just go to the gym and I'm going to have to do all these diets and blah, blah, blah. And like I said, Neptune Girls was the first time where I'd gone and it was like, actually, you don't have to do that. Like even the dancing aside, you can still dance, you can still love your body. It's going to change. It's going to get older. You're going to, yeah, you're going to see different things happen, but like, that's okay. And like, you can let that. And like, honestly, that's just been for me, the biggest eye opener ever, like, don't weigh myself. Don't, couldn't even tell. I couldn't even figure a guess of how much I weigh. Everything is just based on how do I feel. What like what makes me feel good? Even my clothing and stuff. I'll wear stuff that I wouldn't have wore five years ago because I didn't think it looked good, but I really really liked it. So, like I say, it has evolved because we're growing and thankfully I'm now part of team Neptune girls so I get to do this stuff and sort of learn about it a lot more so that I can facilitate and help other people but yeah like it's just in the last year it's just massively grown um but yeah I think just for me as well with finding your passion and that it's just a constant it's a constant journey and um I think for somebody maybe Carly who hasn't even thought of this or heard of this concept before 
what what tips or what things would you say to them to try and help them figure out what it is I know we talked about like lighting yourself up and what gives you a fire in your belly but like is there any sort of like tangible tips and tricks tricks <laughs> somebody's <laughs> gonna do like a backy like some tricks yeah <laughs> tips and tricks and ideas that they can maybe look at it or, or what would you do if you're sort of coming to a stage where you think right that's maybe not giving me as much of an enjoyment anymore I need to reevaluate how do you start to look at that and maybe I don't know think things through a little bit further yeah I would say firstly you just need to get still I think we have so much noise in our lives all of the time we're constantly on our phones <laughs> we're constantly distracted so it's so easy to lose that connection with our with ourselves and with our heart and that's where that's where you're going to build that connection, start to learn who you are and start to learn the things that do really light you up. So it's kind of first bring that awareness inwards. Yeah. Bring that awareness to yourself. Um, there's loads of self-awareness. Or, yeah. or even just any meditation um, on YouTube or wherever. Yeah. Heads, is it Headspace? The app yeah. is really good and there's Insight Timer. Um, that's just going to help you get still and that's, that's, that's when you're more in touch with your with your intuition and with yourself so that's kind of where the answers are and then it's just looking at just what I did an exercise which I really enjoyed so I went from say age 0 to 10 Mm -hmm. 10 to 20 20 to 30 30 to 40 and in each of those decades I looked at what were the things that lit me up the most that I enjoyed the most like what was it um and I wrote them all down and there were actually themes and and it was sad because I was like a lot of what I really enjoyed when I was younger was just play yeah (laughs) play and having fun um and you can still incorporate that into your life now we think we can't but you can um and and it could be just small things it might just be things like going outside and having a cup of tea or reading a book and and we deserve those things and we deserve and it's I think a lot of us as well think it's selfish to do things for ourselves because so many of us are are like we need to put everybody else before us but you're actually going to be able to show up more and give more to people if we look after ourselves first and it's really not not selfish so yeah it's looking inward and looking at those things that the small things that light you up and then the big things that light you up and thinking how can I incorporate them into my life and and think to yourself, like, what can you do today? What could you do in the next 24 hours, G, that's going to light you up? Oh, I've got plenty. <laughs> I know, there's loads. Um, yeah, I suppose, and I think, obviously, we're filming this in July, but obviously a lot of people, I suppose, have maybe had their first instance of the quiet and things slowing down on the back of lockdown. Mm-hmm. And so many people now are starting to sort of even come up with new little business ideas or new hobbies or found out that they love making banana bread like there's so much stuff that people are like it's been a lot of banana bread a lot of banana <laughs> banana bread and he- heatless curls was what I'll take out of lockdown and um, I did <laughs> and the heatless, heatless curls, curls not the banana bread it didn't work for me <laughs> it worked for me but it was very curly um but yeah I suppose that's like you said about finding your quiet and you know t- time standing still lockdown although obviously it was on the back of the coronavirus and COVID-19 which was such a terrible um, thing to happen and go on but at the same time lockdown and isolation and all that type of stuff was I think very much needed just for everybody like did you find that I know that you practice obviously giving yourself time and slowing down but did you find that in lockdown that you you thrived or did you find that you know did did you use that time sort of 
things being quieter. Now, I know I know the answer to this because I know that we've been extremely busy, thankfully, during lockdown. <laughs> but in, in regards to the other stuff, I suppose, the not being able to leave or not um, being able to meet up with people necessarily for quite a few months, um, were you able to use that time as well to sort of go inwards even further and sort of come out with any more ideas or any more sort of, I don't know, passion things of your own, passion projects? Um, it, it has definitely been a catalyst towards me moving to Devon for sure. Mm. Um, I think lockdown's taken away a lot of distractions for people um, and quite often that's quite hard to deal with because you might have things coming up for you that don't feel very nice but also it's it's moving things out of the way for us to get in touch with who we are and, and maybe reevaluate the things that we do really want to be doing. Yeah. Um, so, and... One of the reasons I am so passionate about this is because I'm the queen of distracting myself. (laughs) I have to keep a check on myself. So I have to purposely and intentionally incorporate meditation or some kind of routine that does slow me down and give me that time for myself. I have to really think about doing that. And, um, And I do resist it. Um, But yeah, Carly Ann, interjecting, is the biggest cheerleader for you taking time out because obviously I work with and for Carly Ann and she's constantly telling me that you need to give yourself time you know you need to like step back sometimes and you know have you got a a full day off this week and stuff so for outwardly you're constantly (laughs) making sure that other people do that but like you say I suppose personally it's really hard to actually just give yourself that time with everything that's going on um like you say is there anything other than like meditation and stuff that you're like do you throw your phone into a locked box for 24 hours? That type of thing. Because I know my phone is my biggest distraction and probably the biggest, yeah, tool that I use when I'm like, I'm so busy. And then three hours have passed and I've watched a million Instagram stories and couldn't tell you one thing that I actually processed. Um, and then the time's gone and then I feel like I've wasted my time and then I get angry at myself. Like, what what do you do to fully switch off or what do you have to do? Yeah, I find techno- technology is addictive, isn't it? Especially social media and it is designed in that way to addict us and to fragment our attention. Um, and that is something I struggle with. So I've set up both of my, so my, both my Instagram and my Facebook. I have just a work account. Mm-hmm. I have personal accounts as well, but I rarely log into them. So my my work accounts are just on Facebook. I have no friends. Yeah. <laughs> I have no friends. But, but you've got lots of friend requests. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so that I can just log in to Neptune Girls and, and I can show up without all of the distractions or without seeing anything potentially negative or triggering on my feed that I don't want to see or something that's taking my focus away from what I need to do. Um, and then it does always get to a certain point in the day where I have to say, right, switch off yeah. the phone now. Otherwise, I could just, you, you know, when your phone is next to you, you just. You don't, yeah, I don't even up. remember when you picked it up. Yeah. You, Sometimes I'll be on my laptop on Facebook <laughs> and then I pick up my phone to yeah. go on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? What? <laughs> what do I need this twice in front of me? Yeah. But it's, it's habitual and that's, it's become addictive. Yeah. So I do try and keep keep a check on that um what is it you asked me i asked you um yeah like different ways that you so that you can quiet your mind so that you can get more in tune and more in align with your passion and um, other things that you have to do to to make sure that you're giving yourself that time and that space to actually keep i suppose like i suppose for yourself because you know what your passion is and where you're going and where you want to go for the moment i suppose how, 
keep coming in to just do little check-ins to make sure that you mm. are following it what like yeah. what does that mean to you or what do you do to do that so having the little check-ins is important I think I'd recommend for anyone just to check in with how are you feeling because we can get to a point especially like in our society it's so go 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 there's so many distractions and it can become the norm to feel stressed and anxious and you know you don't even notice because you're you're used to how that's feeling but if we can check in with how we're actually feeling and I do do this because I'm prone to I love working because my work is my passion and it's my purpose and I love it um and you were talking about thriving on lockdown and I think for the first eight weeks I was like wow this is amazing and just go 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 working stupid hours and I knew what I was doing and and I love doing that and I that does light me up but I knew I wasn't taking care of myself so I wish I would have checked in and and checked in with how I was feeling because my stress levels were raising Mm. and I was getting tired and I wasn't feeling relaxed so if I'd had cooperated (laughs) incorporated I I wasn't I couldn't even help there you're gonna see the blank stare on my face incorporated um just some self-love exercises I guess so like I love journaling um I love affirmations or mantras um and meditation and exercise and just feeding myself intuitively the things that I know that I need yeah so it is just small things but it's so easy to forget all of those um, so the checking in mm. is important so like I would make it a ritual every day to ask yourself how am I feeling like yeah. what emotions are coming up what do I intuitively need right now yeah and have you ever had it like throughout your life so like I say we do keep referring back to Neptune Girls but that's just because it's so amazing and um, but in general with I suppose your passion have you ever I suppose thought you were going one direction which was literally your passion and then you've gotten you followed this sort of road and this path that you thought you were going down and then realized actually this isn't my passion or this isn't giving me that love or like light or fire in my belly anymore have you ever gotten that far and then like what have you done because that's then another sort of oh no now I need to go back to the drawing board type thing like it must be I know myself because I've I'm only starting to realize what my passion is and at that I can't even put it into something tangible really Um, I know my like purpose and my passion is to help other people like I said I was like but I I could have done that by being a school teacher or a taxi driver Mm. or because there's so many different ways that I could put that passion so then it was like right how do I find something now that I can put this into it and like thankfully it's working for Neptune girls and helping people in how I get to do that and but I'm like I say very early on this journey and like stopped my full-time job last last October because it just not that it wasn't my passion because like you said your your job and your career doesn't have to always be your passion like sometimes we have to do these things because we have to survive we have to live we have to work and but it was actually probably starting to do the opposite of me and it was actually really starting to affect me personally how I felt um and just like other parts of my life where I thought actually this is becoming now detrimental because I'm not going to be able to do the stuff in my spare time and in my evenings that I'm enjoying because like it was just stressful and obviously it wasn't making me happy um so have you ever had that where you've you followed your passion followed it down one direction and, and then maybe had to do a bit of a 180 or I suppose follow a different route um, and what have you sort of done there because that must be quite scary as well 
Yeah, I think it happens all the time because we grow and we evolve mm. and, and I think it's fine and, and a lot of the time, I know sometimes with some decisions I can get so paralysed, do I do this, do I, do I do that, for instance, do I do a podcast or do I do a YouTube channel, I know I want to create some original content to put yeah. out there, but how long have I been toying with, um, with this dilemma we've been talking about it a well we were both wasn't we spoke about youtube and at probably the same time that i spoke about podcasts and then we did keep having the conversations of youtube or podcasts have you found have you decided yet we have you have but I have you I've changed decided. your mind yeah no no no, no, no. you're gone but with the, that but the point is is that you can only find out through action yeah um so because it you take that action and then you you get feedback and it doesn't matter if that's not right for you it's not failure it's feedback so you just make an adjustment and that is part of life to take those actions and um I think it's there's always kind of like fractional the the path that I'm taking with Neptune Girls I'm always going in the ultimate same direction which is is a empowerment but how how I do that might change fractionally along the way based on so many different factors yeah um I don't tend to really stress that much over it because I am I am one of those annoying people that's really <laughs> does believe what's meant to be <laughs> no I'm exactly the same um yeah so. and I think it's I suppose I suppose when it comes to with things like that it's I suppose trusting as well a little bit that you know if it's if you don't get it now if it was meant for you, will come back around at some stage. Like I said, if you sort of went on a different direction with with your passion, with your work and your business, it would them opportunities or that next sort of direction would come back again if you if you really were sort of to mm. be on that route. So, yeah, I think that's I think for anyone who's never sort of done this type of work of look or looked into it, it's so interesting. Um, and even if it is just for a hobby, because, like I said, well. I keep bringing this back to myself, Carly. I'm really sorry. I, d- I must have really enjoyed. Team. Yeah, I must have really enjoyed just talking about myself in the first one. Um, we enjoy listening. <laughs> thanks, but yeah, I think for me, obviously, I had that moment of realization when before I started Neptune Girls, I was living in the UK for just co- over two years, and I literally had my full time job, which I was enjoying, and it was going well, so there was no issues there. And I had my boyfriend, now husband at the time, Nate, and that was great. And I felt very lucky. Um, and I had like Nate's family and friends and, and work colleagues around me. But then I think I didn't realise for so long, but that was it. And there was no passion and there was no, um, there was nothing for me that lit me up or sort of gave me any excitement outside of it. And then it took me so long to figure out what was that, like, what is that that's miss- missing? Because it'd been missing for so long um, and it started as dance and like that's why I f- first attended my Neptune Girls class because I thought right I know that I love dance and like you said I didn't do this exercise but when you started talking about the 0 to 10 10 to 20 20 to 30 the one I say common thread in that for me would have been dance and performing and teaching dancing so mm-hmm. all all dance led um, so I knew that I had to follow um, the dance aspect and then with doing the dance then six months later Carly Ann was looking to um expand and open up the timetable and was looking to get other people in to teach and as soon as she said that and I always say this I've never wrote back to a text message so quick in my life because it was in a group whatsapp and I was like I'm looking for a couple of people who and I was like me because I was like if someone gets in there before me and I miss out on this opportunity and it was one <laughs> of them you know that when you have moments in life where 
well I, I base a lot of things on this but sometimes it's because I just need to push myself out of my comfort zone but I sometimes sit on things for way too long mm-hmm. but we when yeah but if something comes up that I don't have to think about and I can just say yes that's what I sort of go off so obviously other things some, if some, sometimes something will come up into my life or something or uh, somebody will ask me to do something or go somewhere and I'll have to sit on it because my instant reaction is to say no yeah. <laughs> because we've figured out that I'm a little bit more of an introvert than I thought but obviously after time when I think about things I'm like no that would actually be really good but if something comes in and I say yes without even thinking about it um, so thankfully then I realised my passion was to come back to teach and dance in um, and I suppose actually so I've been teaching now for Neptune Girls for about three and a half years and even at that, and I've said this to Carly so many times, I love teaching, dancing, genuinely do. But I think I love more just helping people. So even if that's, even if Neptune Girls was to do something completely different, but we were going to help people through a different medium that wasn't dance or sort of empower people, I still think that that would be what I would want to do because sometimes you can help people just by just by like saying hello, which you've obviously, mm. you know, that's obviously the Nothing message. Nothing else is now going to start helping people cooking dinners. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, Carly, come on now. You need to have some sort of expertise. <laughs> Nate would be like, Jesus, don't let anyone have our cooking. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's sort of from my, my outlook and my perspective on finding your passion. It like, it's, it's really what's the underneath of it. And it's not necessarily the medium and how you do it, but it's by finding, um, what it is that you can sort of do to make you feel good and I genuinely mm. like people thank me for like thanks for helping me or thanks for this and I'm like no thank you because I think people forget that it's a two-way street especially when it comes to like energies and stuff like that like so have you anything else like to add or sort of talk about in regards to finding your passion and you know all that type of generalized stuff and um, before we sort of finish up maybe yes what is it <laughs> Honestly, if this podcast was recorded, you would have an amazing YouTube video to watch. (laughs) Can Um, I leave you with my favourite quotes? Please do. So this is a quote by Howard Thurman, and he says, this will probably be paraphrased, he says, don't ask what the world needs, ask what lights you up and go do it, because what the world needs is more people who've come alive. Wow. Mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. I love that quote. And that, that basically is... In a nutshell, what Glowgetters Glow is my finding your light membership site, and that in a nutshell is what it is. But it also is, it's important. It says as well, like it's important to follow your passion. Mm-hmm. We deserve to follow our passion because it's what, when we're alive, we feel happy. But also, that affects everybody around us. Yeah. Um. There's like a ripple effect from that, but a positive ripple effect. Effect. So people, we do need more people who've come alive in the world. It's going to make the world a better place. It's going to make you happier, and we deserve it. So go do it. Yes. And just before we finish up, then I haven't asked, I haven't told Carly anything we're going to talk about. But what do you want, say, for the next ten, twenty years or whatever, in regards to finding your passion? Um. What do you hope happens or continues to happen for you and? whatever journey you're going on whether it be down in Devon or you know wherever you might you might end up in LA back in LA dancing with Britney or something who knows much more of a New York (laughs) oh sorry New York (laughs) sorry (laughs) but yeah what do you I suppose looking forward um what do you hope will happen or continue to happen for you and your passion and your life um I just want to keep learning um and staying in alignment with myself and I'd love to just become the best version of myself so that I can help others in the best way to to feel empowered and help as many people as possible wow. and that's I mean it is kind of like vague when we say what like your passion is helping people so yeah. it's mine yeah but like how we do that might change all of the time yeah 
Oh, that's so exciting. No, I love that. Um, and and like I want lots of animals. <laughs> lots of animal sanctions. Help and other animals. And Spears will be my best friend. <laughs> They're all very specific life goals, Carly Ann. <laughs> but I like them. I like them. You have to have goals. You have to have plans. And I'm going to have a pink smeg fridge. <laughs> yeah. That's our new house edition, by the way. A pink smeg fridge. Um, no, that's... Thank you so much for everything that we've spoken about. Thank um, you. I think there's a lot of stuff to take away from that. I think if anybody's never sort of done this type of work before or even looked into it and um, there's definitely loads of resources and things that you can sort of do um and just yeah just for yourself like I say I've thankfully I'm on that journey Carly Ann is on that journey and I hope um from listening to this that you also are on your, this journey and whether it is we've spoken about this before um but didn't you say Marcel her passion do you want to I hope Marcel doesn't <laughs> Marcel is one of our friends and um, so I'm sure she won't mind us saying this but um she's found a new passion is it since lockdown yeah i think so she's she's um really into her greenhouse yeah see and like and that's the thing and it's not her job and it's not something she's done she's not a gardener or a landscaper but she makes her happy yeah she loves getting out and doing that so yeah if if there's something like that in your life that you love to do whether it is you know people take the piss and joke about like old men who like to go out and look after the grass and they cut the grass with nail scissors if it's not perfect if that's their passion and if that lights them up and they cannot wait to jump out of the bed first thing in the morning to cut the grass with some nail scissors you do you 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 do do, you keep doing it and yeah hope everyone keeps finding their passion i hope you enjoyed this episode um thank you again carly for joining me on my first chatty interview um and i hope you will be back on soon i will thank you so much thanks bye Bye. thank you again to carly ann for joining me on this week's episode i'm going to leave the neptune girls website and social media accounts in the show notes if you'd like to find out more about who we are what we do and maybe even get involved thanks for listening guys and i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did it would honestly mean the world if you would leave a review I would genuinely appreciate that. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button so you get notified of any future episodes. Thanks again, guys, and I'll hopefully see you back here soon. Lots of love, Jake.